Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Oh, hey, girl. What's up? I got back from LA recently and oh my goodness, wow. I really hope you are following along on Instagram stories because that is my absolute favorite place to hang out right now. Slide into my DMs and we can chat. I respond to every single one. I really hope you are doing well whenever you are listening to this episode. Honestly, I was a little overwhelmed there for a bit because I tend to overschedule myself. I know you can probably relate. So I'm glad October is over and we're making our way into December. My number one goal for 2018 is to leave white space on my calendar. I love getting on calls. I love being in meetings because that means that I get to connect with people. But if I'm in meetings all day long, I cannot get anything done and I don't feel good about myself at the end of the day. It hit me whenever I was having to schedule out a girl's day with my friend a month or a month and a half in advance when I realized what point my life had gotten to. And I'm just being super honest here, hoping that you won't judge me for letting my calendar get that out of control. I have never been great at balance, which is something that I consistently work on every day, every week, every month. And I know in 2018, Balance may just very well be my word to focus on because I craved deep dish Chicago pizza and wine with my friend, yet I was scheduling her out as if I would a meeting. I should have enough white space in my calendar to not do that, right? Anyways, that kind of hit me hard and I wanted to be transparent with you. So hop on over to Instagram and share with me one struggle that you have, okay? That way what I just told you isn't near as embarrassing. Now onto the juicy marketing goodness that Holly is about to walk us through. She is being super transparent about her 30K months and the way her business works, which is a lot different than mine. So I'm glad she brings a different perspective to the table. I know you're going to learn a lot. So here's her perspective. Get pumped. Hello, Holly. Welcome to the show. Hi, Haley. I love the fellow H name. Thank you so much yes. for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited that you're here. And we're talking all about marketing strategies that lead to 30K months, which I'm so pumped about. I feel like the 30K months seems a little bit more of a unicorn to people that are just getting started in business or they've been in business for maybe a year or two, but they're just not getting the traction they want. So I'm excited that you are going to be super transparent and break this completely down for us. And we're all just going to chat about it. So I'm pumped. I love it. <laughs> and I love how you said this unicorn number because when I started my coaching business a little over a year and a half ago, I was like, I'm just okay with like 10K months. I'm just okay with like just getting by making it. And then I got that taste of it and I was like, wait, I can go bigger. I can go bigger. I can uh-huh, go uh-huh. bigger. So I'm happy to talk about whatever you need to help people get there too. Yeah. I want to start out with prep work. Um, I know that you can't just wake up and then suddenly get, you know, those five figure months, those 30K months. Um, I know there's a lot of prep work and planning that goes into getting these, uh, this amount of revenue. So can you talk a little bit about the prep work that you've done as well as like market research, um, any kind of prep work that's gone into the months? Yes, for sure. Okay. So I'm a little bit different than most and I am all about believing and living your inspiration, what you're inspired to do. So while a lot of people spend a lot of time planning, 
spend a lot of time on the prep work, the websites, the funnels. I am just all about doing what I want, what I want. And that really came from a place of having my first online business in 2015 and doing it the way I thought I was supposed to and Mm -hmm. getting totally burnt out, stressed out in love with it. And, you know, everyone says like, oh my gosh, you have to have a website to be successful. So my non-tech brain would spend hours upon hours upon hours working on a goddamn website. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am so not, that's like so not in my zone of genius. You know what I mean? So I was like so stressed out because I was doing something that I did not like. I was doing something that didn't like light me up and that's what burned me out. So, well, my first business was successful. I learned a lot. It was definitely a stepping stone to where I am now. In this business, I just made a promise to myself and I just honestly gave myself permission to just put my head down, put my blinders on and just do Holly, like whatever mm-hmm. Holly wants, like whatever Holly's inspired to do. And the first thing that I did was I decided I'm only going to work like a couple days a week. Like I don't want to work weekends. I don't want to work five days a week. I don't want to work long days anymore. I'm a mom of two. I have two very little kids. And I was like, I want to pick my kids up after school. I don't want to send them to aftercare. And I don't want anyone else to raise them. And so I just made a promise to myself from day one that that's what I was going to do. And that's what I've honestly been doing to my business. So when I'm inspired, I do things. When I'm not, I don't. I allow myself to step away from my business. I allow myself to take mental health days. I allow myself to like go to bed at a, at a decent hour. And I, you know, the hours I do work, I really, really work. And I don't get distracted by social media. I don't get distracted by anything anyone else is doing. I'm just, I just do me. Um, so like that is my whole thing. So there's no like strategy. There is lots of strategy that goes into the day to day and what I do and who I am, but it's just a very inspired way to run my business. And I, I absolutely love it. I have fun every day. So you're being more intentional whenever you are spending time. And I, I talk about this a lot, especially with the last Asana for the Entrepreneur launch that I did is all about, you know, working so smart. Like, yeah, you have to work hard, but you can work smart and work hard um, at the same time and being intentional with all the time. We only have so much time in the day. So it's so important to use that time wisely and not get on the Facebook feed and it just wastes so much time. So I'm glad that you pointed that out. Oh yeah. I mean, I have so many clients that we break down their day and why they're not getting the things that they want done. They are watching this person's live stream and this person's thing and on Instagram doing this. I'm like, no, like nobody's going to make you money, but yourself. Mm -hmm. It's friends are great. I have tons of online friends and I've, I've made them in a very strategic way um, by spending the time to do that. But I just really believe that if you have a whole day, if you have eight hours just to get stuff done, you're going to take eight hours to do it and you're going to mess around. You're going to, you know, go on Facebook. You're going to, you know, maybe like goof around a little bit and talk to friends, whatever. But if you have three hours and that's it and you know you have to do it, 
that's what I do. I just put my head down and I go and I take my client calls and I go and just being really intentional about my time because I don't want to be working eight hours a day. That's not why I signed up for this. I had, I had a job as, you know, a top person in HR and recruiting and worked 50, 60 hours a week and, you know, made a lot of money in corporate and did all that. And, and just no, like that, that's not me. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely think it's super important to sustain your own lane and, and not worry about what anyone else is doing, what programs anyone else put out, how anyone else is running their summit, like really tuning into yourself yeah. and be like, what's fun for me. So what is your main source of income? So I do a bunch of different things. I take one-on-one -on -one clients, private clients. I have courses and programs and, um, all different types of things. But yeah. when I first started my business, I, and I talk about this a lot in my freebie that I have out there and it's called um, the 10 K formula, five steps to five figures in five weeks. And that was my first five weeks of my coaching business where I literally put my head down and made a lot of money. It was like 10 or $11,000 in the first five weeks of my business without a website, without anything. I just put my head down and went. And, um, I did that by taking on private clients cause you don't really need a whole lot to take on private clients. And then my business has just, I fell in love with private clients and I saw how my private clients would go from a thousand or $2,000 a month to $15,000 a month while working mm -hmm. with $10,000 a month, $8,000 a month in a really short amount of time. And I'm like, this is what I meant to be doing. Mm -hmm. So I love private clients. Um, I only take on a couple at a time and I also have group programs, masterminds, courses, um, just whatever I'm feeling at that moment is what I do. Awesome. So what do your funnels look like with leading them into all of these different sources of income that you have? Um, so I don't really have funnels. Okay. <laughs> I just have, I don't really do things the way a lot of people do things online. Cool. I want to hear about it. <laughs> as, I know it's fun. Um, as I've grown to a multiple, um, six figure business and on my way to a million dollar business in the next couple of years, I realized that those things I do need in place, um, to really go bigger without me a hundred percent being attached to every single dollar. Yeah. So right now I'm putting a lot of those major things into place. Um, but I have an email list. I have a Facebook group. I have an Instagram and I just show up as me and I put out my offers and people buy them. So what does that look like? Like, let's say you're going live in their, in your Facebook group. What does that look like from getting to their Facebook live or to your post to making a sell? So people will join my Facebook group because they'll see things that I've done or they'll hear about me from somebody else. Um, my Facebook group, I think, has like 2,500 or so, a little bit more women in there. Um, my Instagram, I have, you know, a decent amount of followers. Mm -hmm. So I'm constantly leading people to my Facebook group, to my Instagram, and then I'll do a live, I'll do a post, I'll do an offer. And at the end, I'll just invite people to join a program, invite people to learn about my one-on-one, -on -one, invite people to do something. That call to action is so important. And I always tell my clients that if you're not selling something, if you're not doing a call to action on your post, like you literally have an inspiration account, you don't have a business. So 
the number one thing I see from entrepreneurs who are not hitting their goals is we really look at their stuff. Like, are you really selling? Like, are you really selling? Not just putting out something one time and nobody's buying and they're running away because nobody buys after one time. Um, are you really dedicating to this launch, to this program, to this offer? Are you really doing it? Are you showing up a couple times a day? Are you reminding people? Are you putting out things over and over? Are you continuously reminding them, reminding them, reminding them? And there's a statistic out there that says that people need to see something at least seven times before they buy. I was about to say that. So yes. at least seven times. Right. And not everyone is seeing that seven times that you do it. So maybe you have to do it 50 times for yeah. somebody to see it seven times. So um, I really think that's the key. It's just reaching in to why you're selling this offer, why you're selling this program, like really being behind it, believing it, knowing it, and um, just sharing it as much as you can. So your strategy is having a community, being consistent in that community, showing up, and then whenever you are posting, it's leading straight to a sales page to where they can check out immediately. You're not leading them to a freebie, which leads them to a sales page. You're going straight to the sales page. Um, I don't even like sales pages. <laughs> okay, so is but sales page is like really anywhere they can check out, right? So Yeah, I mean I will do sales pages sometimes. Uh -huh. Um I did this program called Sparklepreneur Mastermind uh -huh. and I, you know, spent a lot of time and money and resources uh -huh. on this beautiful sales page and people went to it, that's fine. Um, but I I typically don't do big sales pages. I just send them to a payment link okay. um, or I'll send them to like a checkout page um, because it's like, that's the same reason I don't have a website. It's whatever you send people to is what they're going to go to. Okay. So how do you craft your offer around that? Because to me, let's say I saw that online, my immediate thought would be, I'm not, I'm not sure about this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a little bit intimidating to just be led to a PayPal link. So like how do you get past that psychology? Yeah. So um, I've sold hundreds of thousands of dollars in coaching and I've never had a sales page for my private clients. I rarely will people ask for that. So um, working privately with me is a five-figure investment and nobody's ever asked for a sales page. I think it's just about creating that no like, and trust factor that's so, so, so key and important. And I have so many testimonials. Like my clients are constantly shouting my name from the rooftops. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's really it. It's like really good testimonials showing up, showing, you know, establishing yourself as an expert, putting yeah. out unique content that people just can't Google. <laughs> and like, if you're like, okay, five steps to a great freebie. Okay, great. Like you can put that out there, but so can 500,000 other people. Like how is yeah. your stuff going to be different? How are you different? How are you that unicorn? 
Cool. Okay, so you're establishing your uniqueness. You're really gaining a lot of trust with those people in your community. And you have raving fans. So yeah, now I can see that if you put a PayPal link out there, I would feel more comfortable if I'd been seeing your name for the past three months and people raving about the results that they are getting. Um, that totally makes sense. I just wanted to clarify that for anyone that was, you know. Because I am here to like break that mold. Like when people come to me, they're like, Holly, it's just not working. I can't get over this like $2,000 hump in my business, this $5,000 hump in my business. Like, okay, let's talk about what you're really doing. Let's talk about, you know, does this really, is this what you really want to be doing? Are you having fun? And like showing them, because a lot of people who come to me are used to that corporate mentality. Like you have to grammatically correctly write an email. You have to put on um, a pretty outfit and makeup every day to show up. You have to you know, do things a certain way. And the thing about being an entrepreneur, like a lot of reasons why people are an entrepreneur and are online is because they don't want to deal with that. Like that's not them. So I really help people find their unique voice, their uniqueness online and like pull out from them what they're inspired to do, who they're inspired to be, what offers are they really excited to sell and then strategically go through with them. Um, different marketing tactics to help them get to that point. And I have clients that literally go from making $0 to five figure months with me. And it's not me, it's them. Like they're the ones doing the work and the people who come to me and are ready and who show up and do the work, like they all are successful. And that's why I'm able to build this business and constantly have people coming to me is because it's, it's just because of that. Like they're getting crazy, awesome results. Like their lives are being changed mm-hmm. because they're just, they believe in themselves. They're ready. And then they're, we're tapping into what, who they really are. And if you are tapped into who you are, then you'll kill it. Like you'll absolutely kill it. It's like those people who pretend to be somebody else. It's those people who pretend to like be somebody else who maybe they meant, they look up as a mentor mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, this person's doing it this way. It has to work because she makes so much money. It's like those people are the people who will never break through that that ceiling of that income, whatever it is, until they just embrace themselves and like stop worrying about anybody else. Yeah. So let's say we tap into who we are. We really get a good feel of uh, who we kind of want to be in this world, in our area, whatever we're selling. What is the biggest hang, like once we get to that point, what is the biggest hang up that you see that brings people from those 1K, 2K, 3K months to those five figure months? Like what is a practical strategy that you have told people that have just gotten them over that hump? Yeah, at that point, a lot of it is mindset. And I'm a business coach. I work with people on all different types of like marketing and business related things, but it's, it's a lot of it is we do is mindset and confidence and believing in yourself and just knowing that you can do whatever you want and knowing that like, what's the worst case scenario? Like if you reach out to that person that in the back of your head, like knows, you just know they're meant to work with you. If you reach, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like, okay, they don't respond to your message. Okay. Big deal. Like life goes on. If that's the worst thing that can happen, like go for it, do it. Um, 
So a lot of it is just being a cheerleader and a best friend and a confidant and a shoulder and somebody to, you know, click champagne glasses with virtually when, when we're having like great things happen. Um, but at that point, if you know how to make money, if you've made consistently money in your business, even if it's like a thousand dollars a month, I can a hundred percent teach you how to blow up. Cause that's what I love to do. Like somebody who is just has made money consistently, whether it's $500 yeah. a month or $2,000 or $6,000, like whatever it is. Like if you know how to make money and you've been doing it somewhat consistently, that that's all I need. We can so just, what oh, would you say from that point, where would we need to go? Well, first, like, okay. So there's three, there's three or four major things that I focus on. Okay. Um, one is building a community. You have to have a community. If right. you don't have a community, you can't sell to anybody, right? Totally. Uh, you have to have a group of people, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, whether it's business page, like whatever you love, whether it's your timeline. I have some, honestly, I have some clients who literally have made hundreds of thousands of dollars from their timeline. Don't have an email list. Don't have like an active Facebook group. Just, mm-hmm. just their timeline. Um, so it's whatever you just are pulled to do. And you're excited about because that that's always what's going to work. So a community is number one. Like you have to have community content. You have to have content that stands out. You have to have good content that's unique. That is not something people can just Google. That not everyone else is saying. You have to have something that is. You have to know how to write. You don't have to know how to speak. You have to know how to um, have your voice come out in your writing. So that's what I love to teach my one-on-one clients how to do that, like find their own voice and find themselves and use that in your writing. Um, and sales, you have to, you have to know how to sell, whether it's one-on-one on a call, whether it is a selling on a post, what's selling on a live stream. Like if you cannot sell, if you get choked up at that point, then all of the community and content isn't going to do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So those three things always, always, always are the key to a successful. I so agree. I feel like everyone should view themselves as a media company because once you get media company status, there comes the community with it. Like if you're putting out regular content, such as this podcast, you know, we have thousands of amazing listeners that tune in every single week. Like I love my listeners. If I would have never started this podcast, I wouldn't have over 10,000 followers on Instagram. You know, it's like it all kind of leads into one another. So if you put out regular content I just think that's a big deal um like for me for instance when I started blogging years ago um and then I suddenly wanted to switch to service-based business I mean I had four clients like that from one blog post and it's because I put uh I guess my mindset was towards content marketing and I, I just think it's so so important and then being able to sell like you said I think that that is one of the big factors that I see that's like this big hump that leads people from 1k to 2k months to five figure months is because they get choked up they can't sell and they get so discouraged it's a mindset thing like I don't want to go on live video and sell because who's going to, what if no one watches me? Well, you have the replay, put it on YouTube, optimize it for search engines. You have that now. I mean, there's so many creative ways that you can sell nowadays and, or it's the mindset of, I don't deserve the money or I, I'm not worth it. And I think that as business owners, we have to just get over that because Money's the oxygen of your business. And I think that if you take selling seriously, 
then you're going to get over that hump and then you're going to be able to hire people and then you're going to be able to think bigger picture things. I mean, it just all leads into one another and it all starts with getting your mindset and getting pumped up to sell things and if you don't believe in what you're selling, then you need to sell something different. But I know most of you that are selling things are selling some amazing freaking things. I see you guys on Instagram and wow, I'm blown away by what you sell. You're 100% worth it. So I hope that no one gets caught up on the selling portion, even though I know a lot of you do. Um, of course. Yeah. Oh gosh. And the selling portion, like you said, like it's, I'm like, it, I love it. Like when I'm on the phone with someone and they're like, oh, I'm so scared to sell. Like, yeah. I'm like, gosh, I get so excited. I'm like, girl. I like, do too have everything in place like if you oh my gosh we can just like make this happen like because selling when you really tune into what selling is if you just are on that call to just help the help other person them. yes and it's not about selling like the money doesn't matter the money is just that energetic exchange that money just holds them exactly. accountable and it's just about literally knowing that you can help the person on the other side of the phone, the other exactly. side of the side, the other side of the whatever. Like, I can help you. Like, and that's all it is. And detaching from that outcome. So whether they right. pay or they not, whether they like want to work with you or not, like that does not matter. There's gonna be so many more people that do. There's gonna be so many more people mm -hmm. that come. Mm -hmm. It does not matter if that person says yes or no. Because once you get that out of your head, that like desperate, like, oh my gosh, I need this money, vibe mm -hmm. leaves that sales call. Yep. And it's just an easy, authentic conversation. And that's just what sales is to me. Yeah. I love that you said helping other people. I was just on a client call before this and she said, okay, I want everything you have to offer. And so I upselled her on like four or five different things, but I was so excited because I got to help her in multiple ways. Like now I'm not only building our website, but I'm giving her an email marketing strategy. I'm setting up all of this other stuff for her. I'm doing a Pinterest optimization, monthly Pinterest management, like all of these things. And she was pumped. Like she was so excited because now she doesn't have to worry about that. And now my team and I can hang like basically take care of all of that for her where she doesn't have to worry about it. And how awesome is it that I get to provide that for someone else? And I think if we shift our mindset a little bit to they're giving me money so that I can help them and relieve pressure from their life. Or even if you're not service-based on your products, how is this product going to help them? It's got like, for instance, I just bought an essential oils diffuser, probably spent a little bit too much on it, but I spent <laughs> money on it and I am pumped because Actually, I haven't really found an essential oil set that I just absolutely love, but peppermint is on its way, and I have a good feeling about that one. But oh, once yeah. I get in there, this diffuser is going to be so worth it. And all of that money that I spent on this, like, I'm going to be excited that I spent this much money on it. And plus, it matches my branding, and it's super cute. So I just had to point oh, that out. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So always makes fun of me is because there's packages on my doorstep like every day yeah. <laughs> online shopper yes like the Nordstrom sale is like oh my gosh oh my, my gosh yeah. so yeah. the other day my blow dryer like almost electrocuted me and died <laughs> like this blow dryer I've had for a really long time like, yeah. that I loved and I don't know how but all of a sudden it's like and then it like died I'm like okay that's a little scary um so I've been like researching blow dryers and I was between um, the dry bar 
blow dryer and the T3. And they're both like a couple hundred dollars. And I decided on the dry bar because the reviews, obviously you have to like go online and Mm -hmm. stock everything about a blow dryer before you buy it. And so this like bright yellow, speaking of branding, like isn't your branding all bright yellow? Um, Like blow dryer came and there was like a receipt on it. My husband's like, oh my God, tell me you did not spend $200 on a blow dryer. I'm like, oh my gosh, did he even know I was looking at the Dyson one that was for five? I'm like okay here's the thing about that like you get what you pay for this blow dryer is like a couple hundred dollars like in the scheme of things I'm going to be using it a lot if it's going to be able to efficiently and more effectively dry my hair save me time make my hair better make me feel more confident like I would have paid whatever for that like it's not just about the blow dryer like obviously the blow dryer doesn't work but it's about like the result of what happens yep. when you use the blow dryer. Like, how does the blow dryer make you feel? Like, how does it make your hair feel? And then in turn, like, what are the emotions around that? Like, yep. it's saving me five minutes. Like, those five minutes I could be spending, t- you know, less time blow drying my hair and, you know, getting my kids ready or spending more time with them or whatever it is. Like, it's about making these decisions that are going to improve your life. Like, right. it's not about the diffuser. Like, screw the diffuser. Like, whatever. Yeah. You can find a diffuser anywhere. It's about, yeah. like, buying the one that makes you feel really happy. Exactly. And in turn, that's going to give you just a better quality of life. Like, even if it's, like, the little things, like having that peppermint on your desk. Yeah. When you're doing your podcast, because that's going to make the difference. It's going to make you show up, be more confident on your podcast, kill it on your interviews, mm-hmm. and just overall make you a happier business owner. Like those little things all add up. So yeah, like going back to a sales call, I would directly relate that to helping people in a sales call. It's like the, the things that you buy, the things that you invest in, like it's all about just improving you and making you feel better. And if you were able to hire a coach, if you were able to invest in a marketing service, like how much would your life improve? Like, let's mm-hmm. talk about that. Like, what would you be able to do with that extra time? What would you be able to do with that extra money? Like, would you be able to pay off that debt? Would you be able to go on that Disney vacation? Would you be able to buy those Gucci sunglasses that you've been eyeing for the past two years that you feel guilty about? Um, so it's all about that quality of life improving. Yeah. And I want everyone to think, what experience are you giving your customers or clients when they buy from you and how can you improve that experience to where they would pay for the $200 blow dryer or the $90 diffuser like (laughs) uh what what experience are you giving them like my clients like what experience am I giving them I'm giving them complete relief like it's the relief you know and what are you selling to them and kind of get back to those emotions and I think that's what's going to make you not only more confident in selling but give you some leverage when you're on those calls or anything and you're going to have better marketing copy better your better ways of wording things honestly because you're gonna get down to that deep level of what experience you offer so I love that and I feel like that's a big hump and once we get over that as well as sales as well as media company community all of those things were fantastic Holly I'm glad you mentioned all this oh I love that and I think it's like 
people are so scared to spend money. People are so, and I used to be that person. Like I used to be a person who used to like hoard money and be like, oh my gosh, like I cannot spend this. I have to have it in my bank account. What if like a rainy day comes up? And finally I just got to the point and I've probably invested over $50,000 in coaches and support around me. And obviously it's paid off like times a million. I mean, it's just, that's invaluable because of where my business is right now and where it's going. And it just got to a point where I really had to shift my money mindset. And I do this exercise with my clients all the time. It's like, what if money was like water? And what if it was just a renew, like just a resource that you always had? What if it was like oxygen and you can, when you're drinking a glass of water, it's not like you sit there and chug it because it's there. Like you take what you need. And what if you applied that money mentality to everything that you did? Right. Like just, just did what you wanted and just know that more money is going to come in because you're going to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important because when I was in a space of holding all my money in and scared to invest and in this like really nasty, like depressed, like DIY mentality place where I was in my first business, yeah. if I would have just hired someone to do my website, I like that, that's all it would have been. Like all I right. wouldn't feel that way. Um, and my business probably would have been bigger and better. Um, so I think it's just, it's really, really important to get that support, get that help. And also just know that you're meant to be big. Like you're not meant for $5,000 a month. Like you so are not, you are not meant for 6,000, 10,000, whatever. Like you are doing this because you're meant to make a big impact and change in the world. And in order to do that, you need the resources to support you and to go big. You just have to believe it. You have to know it and you have to make those decisions as that multimillionaire that you want to be would. Right. I love it. Well, where can people hang out with you, Holly? Well, I have a happen Instagram page. Um, Holly Diedrich coaching or you're right. Yeah. Holly Diedrich coaching. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. All these social media channels. I know. I know. <laughs> And I also have my Facebook group. It's called Sparklepreneur Tribe. And that's where I hang out, Instagram and in my Facebook group. Um, That's where you can find me, grab some of my content, see what I do, see who I am, see some pictures of me and my clients all raving about me. Perfect. Well, all those links will be in the show notes too. So if you want to go check out her Instagram, or Facebook group, or both, then they will be at the show notes at markedbeautifully.com slash podcast. Find the episode, and you'll see it there. Thanks so much for coming on again. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you so much, Haley. I did too.